0: Hey, everyone, you're listening to Goddamn GameCube, a podcast where we discuss video game franchises and video game industry topics that we're passionate about. This is part two of the Kingdom Hearts Retrospective.
1: Yeah, so Kingdom Hearts 2.
0: It uh. was
2: uh, <laughs> it was a game.
0: Is this is this kind of the beginning of the end here, or are almost like where this where where the series kind of jumped the shark? Because this game is also mm, immensely
1: popular.
3: Mm, a yes and
1: no. The gameplay was so fucking good that um, it should get a pass. Absolutely. I uh, so that. I wouldn't say shark jumping at that point. Um, I, the the cracks were starting to show. Maybe a little bit, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as the story goes, um, it's not like, you know, Chain of Memories took place right after one. No, two takes place a year after Chain of Memories. Um, really, the only reason for that is just so they can redesign Sora to make him look cooler. He's a year older. Now he's got black clothes, whoa, <laughs> he's, he's an, serious. Now he's an adult character. Yeah. And he's, he's an tall. adult 15 year old. Yep. Yeah, it's, yep. it,
0: what's, that? I don't know the deal with that is. We're just like, when Ocarina enough Time, you go from being like 7 to 14 and now you're an adult like or whatever. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: this game's kind of the same. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Haley Joel Osman is also noticeably older sounding when he's doing the voice acting.
1: Still doing it as like a fucking 35 year old. Yep.
3: I mean, do you think that was on purpose? You need to sound mature.
1: Older. <laughs> he's a year older. He's, gr-
0: he's chiseled, grizzled. He's yeah. yeah. seen
1: some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we don't even start with Sora, right? Uh, yeah. We start the game, and you're playing as this guy Roxas, and you're like, "Who the fuck is this?" He's playing. You're playing as him in Twilight Town, um, which was the one original world that we mentioned from Chain of Memories, right? So you're in Twilight Town. You're playing as this dude Roxas. There's lots of mysteries going on. People are after him. You don't know why. What the fuck is going on? It's the, the organiz- mob. It's a what? It's the mob. It's the mob. And by mob, he means the organization. Yes, the anime Again. bullshit is back. <laughs> and, and stronger. Yes.
0: Oh, my God. I just like, I feel like I'm like already exhausted. Like It's just like, <laughs> how many games are there? Oh, so, it's just begun. So I guess I guess the first thing I'm going to ask you guys is Kingdom Hearts 2 was a huge game. Was this also PlayStation 2? Yes. Yes. This was not a PS3 game. Nope. That's strange. Well, it got re-released, it got re-released M- but originally most of the series it got was re-released. a PS2 game. Yeah. So, I guess I'm going to ask you guys this right off the bat here. This at least this is a numbered entry in the franchise. <laughs> I guess I'm going to ask you uh, in terms of, let's take Kingdom Hearts 2 versus Kingdom Hearts 1, mm-hmm. is there anything like maybe, let's say, unique from a gameplay perspective that's different from the first one, or is it the same that Josh is like already shrugging
3: Reaction commands
0: Yeah, what does that mean? You're talking like, talking quick time events? Quick button? time oh, events, yeah exactly. This, is
3: fucking this was right around the time of like God of War, RE4 doing it where it's oh, like, hit no! a button over and over again to make shit happen, no. except I give this game credit, it was hit it once but strategically to make shit happen so that was okay, but it was definitely falling along those lines of like that craze there. But
1: but here's the problem with reaction commands, and this became sort of a, a rallying cry for why the gameplay, at least originally, sucked, was that uh, you just hit triangle to win, right? So yep. there's a lot of these reaction commands and um, there's no penalty if you press it at the wrong time. It's always triangle and there's a huge window of time to do it. So you virtually would never fuck it up and you'd get rewarded for it. There was there was no punishment, it was just there to look cool. And a lot of the gameplay is just kind of uh, flashy. Um, So when the game originally came out in 06, um, one of the noticeable issues was that it was too fucking easy, right? There are different modes. Um, The the hardest mode traditionally is called proud mode. Um, So in the original game, um, I remember struggling with it a lot. And part of that was just because of the shitty camera. But hey, at least it had some difficulty to it. Uh, when Kingdom Hearts 2 first came out, I started out on Proud, um, expecting a challenge, and I almost never died. Um, and it was literally because Sora is too fucking strong, too fast, he's got all these crazy fucking moves, and, um... You know the camera's better, so that helps. Oh, the camera! I mean,
0: See, so is it more of like a visual feast, but like, do you, is the gameplay "quote unquote" the same? And but just with these action command or reaction commands?
3: Basically, yes. And so, um, so
0: inherently, there are a lot of balancing issues.
1: In this well, game. well, and and you know the one other major additional feature that they added: drive forms. Um, so the concept there is, um, you lose one of your party members, whether it's donald or goofy or whatever either one is so vital you know yes. just, i just i can't get over that having <laughs> yeah. not played it just sounds like the
2: stupidest thing yeah.
1: but like but go ahead um so i i don't know It's like a, like a story element that apparently like your hearts combine or something but it's i'm already sick of how much they say heart in this game they say hearts they say friendship they say light they say darkness honestly l- google the script and control f Hearts or friends or it's fucking unreal. Yeah. Yep. So. Can you
0: imagine the localization team is just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Best part about Drive Forms, by the way, still two keyblades. Yeah. So you that's get that's two the Two keyblades. You get the dual wield. It Kingdom was actually kind of cool.
1: Two, two Keyblades.
3: blades, key because,
0: of course, you got the lock, you got the deadbolt. You need two of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never uh,
3: thought of it like that, actually.
1: So the drive forms are fucking great, right? Each of them has special abilities. Some may be more physical. Some may be magic-based. But again, the problem is... Do you need these, right? The game was so easy that putting the drive forms in on top of it where you get, you know, added um, combos and extra strength and everything was just fucking overkill. And so I remember even with... So in the original Kingdom Hearts 1, Sephiroth was the infamous hardest boss. It took me years to beat him. And after I beat him, I was fucking shaking just because... Uh, I had never gotten that far before, and it was the one of the hardest bosses I've ever fought in any video game. Um, and then in two, I beat him in like three tries.
3: Yeah, and a drastic difference in difficulty for that character in particular.
1: Well, it's also like Nick. Do you remember
0: on the last on the last podcast, Josh as well, when I said when you when you when you're like halfway through a game and the developers input gameplay elements that. That completely destroy other gameplay elements. I just feel mm-hmm. like you're now making a bad game. Yeah. Where like first you have these reaction commands, but then you get all these combos. It's like, but why is all this stuff in yeah. the game? Yeah, it, it's just I can. I mean, I've never played this, and I can already just like I already have a problem with games being too easy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it started way back in 2006.
2: So can I ask something real quick about the difficulty? So yeah. you mentioned it was this game was super easy. Did they get a lot of feedback? The first game was too hard. Is that why they made maybe this game really some easy? some
1: of it was interestingly okay. yeah. And, um, uh, you know, the funny thing is they then got a lot of feedback that Kingdom Hearts 2 was too easy. And so when they did the director's cut version, Kingdom Hearts 2 final mix, Mm -hmm. they added an even higher difficulty mode called critical mode. And the balancing was complete. They like rewrote some of even the enemy AI from the ground up. And it is amazing. It is like night and day. Wow! So literally, do you think it's a better game? Kingdom Hearts Two vanilla version, as I like to call it, is boring to play. Mm. Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix Critical Mode is one of my favorite gaming experiences. Really, yeah, amazing how much of a difference it makes.
0: Wow. I just can't imagine like them being so far into development and just not understanding how easy it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, you know what, though? But you were starting to see that era of games where it's a cinematic experience. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty came out the next year, Call of Duty 4. That was huge. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean?
3: I, I mean, there's a portion in the game where, you remember this, where it's almost like a Helm's Deep type feel <laughs> where you run in and there's like a million Heartless and you get, it's all reaction commands. You don't fight them with regular combat. Hmm. You just keep, there's one reaction command where you grab these little like floating dome heartless and you can like swing them around and shoot a laser and then there's another one where you do this like weird flying anime sword attack where like you go up in the air and you like rising sun. down, yeah and you do that like 50 times each basically just reaction commands and that ends the battle oh. so it's like it's you it, can
1: literally just keep when when they say for that particular battle when they say just spam triangle to win i'm not joking you can just sit there and mash triangle and you will be yeah it. huh
3: it's it's it ties into what you said, where it's like you're reaching this era of like big cinematic games and everything, and it's like yeah, we're giving you this like ridiculous battle, but it's so easy, you don't have to worry about it. Just enjoy how can pretty. Can you it imagine?
0: Is. Can you imagine like a 28 year old David Cage playing through like Kingdom Hearts Two and is like, guess, just wait till heavy rain comes out. Oh <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ!
2: Uh, <laughs> you
0: guys like reaction commands? We'll
3: get ready. <laughs> Press triangle to Jason. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
0: God. Well. Let me, let me ask you guys this. A big positive of the first game, allegedly, because I still haven't fucking played it, is um, you said, you know, from a beyond the visuals, like the, the, the music and the sound and from, from an audio perspective, yeah. do you feel like Kingdom Hearts 2, like, held up in that regard? Yes. In terms of audio? With one caveat,
1: but go ahead.
3: I was going to say, you got, with the introduction of, like, the full organization, you got some great original themes. Like, a lot of them each have their own mix of things. And uh, 13 Struggle, like I mentioned from Chain of Memories... It was that 16-bit, but here you got the full orchestra behind it, so there's like the drums in the background and everything, and it's just like circus-y kind of sound, but it's like so fleshed out and nice, and then you had like slow piano in some of them, so it's like they really built on the sound aspect of it, which was nice, and you got the full voice acting back, which was another plus. Um, a lot of it done really well, actually. And it was I the thought. same music director. Yeah, yeah I
1: so. Um was so. It? still, still did the music. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, um, the, the synthesizing that they did for, cause, cause it wasn't actually orchestrated in either one or two, they actually, they went back in, in a re-release and, and actually orchestrated them. But
0: right. But I mean, this is the era of the, of the mix of real and fake instruments. It's right, that era.
1: Right. But, uh, but that was kind of my, my one beef with, with two was, I don't know what it was. It just sounded so fake hmm. a lot of the instrumentation and it was completely different than one so it i i yeah, can't should dis- talk to your girl about that i don't know <laughs> 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 it's like matt matt didn't like the synth
0: design it's like, <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> um, now does kingdom hearts t- does <laughs> does Kingdom Hearts 2 still follow the you go from Disney? You, well, let me say it like this. Does Kingdom Hearts 2 follow the you go from money-making opportunity to money-making opportunity <laughs> to movie tie into to movie tie into to boss to boss? Is it the same thing?
3: So yes, but it feels a little, it still feels kind of like a plot device. But at the same time, you're chasing an organization member through each world that's interacting with it. Like you've got different organization members like uh, Zalden when he's in Beauty and the Beast and he's fucking up that world because like you've got him entering there and he like steals the beast's rose and like makes him all pissed off at Belle, so he shuts himself away and all that and like you've got organization members causing chaos in each world so it has a little bit more of an objective kind of like tying back into the same elements of the first one where it's like you have a purpose being there to stop the bullshit instead of like Chain of Memories where it was like you need to do this to reach the next part basically. Like, you've got, a, you, you've got a reason to fix shit going on.
1: But notice the difference there, right? You're not going to Beauty and the Beast to fight Gaston. You're going oh, to I fight wish. Zaldin. Who doesn't fucking like Zaldin,
3: huh? Pretty fucking cool, right? You know, you remember that Disney movie where Zaldin helped all those dwarves and all that bullshit with the apple and everything? I mean... Do you
1: guys, (laughs) uh, can I, can I, can I just say something really quick, by the way, while, while we're on the note of Gaston, he is my number one thing that I was so fucking disappointed was not (laughs) in that goddamn game. Listen, no fucking Gaston in Beauty and the Beast blows my fucking mind. And so many people were trying to justify it after the fact. Well, he's too realistic of a villain, right? Uh, Maleficent can change into a dragon and you can fight her like that.
3: Gaston has a fucking gun. Dude, Clayton. (laughs) Clayton (laughs) Clayton from 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 Kingdom Hearts
1: 1. You fight him with a fucking gun. Why don't you get to play... Not play as Gaston. I mean, I'd like to play as Gaston, but...
3: (laughs) No one mashes triangle like Gaston. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Well, why don't we... Why don't you guys maybe give me... Okay, so I feel like the, the initial vibe here is that... I
3: Do you guys not like this game? I, I actually I like do, it. believe it or not. I'm really? just
1: airing airing the grievances have I have. Me,
3: yeah, 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 seriously. <laughs> I, it, for me, it goes one, two, and then let me die. Like I understand. That's, that's if,
1: we're, if we're airing grievances, do we want to talk about The Worst World? Which yes. we both... Yeah, we, sure. we, yes. we, you could take us into another room. We have not discussed this beforehand. Um it's obvious what the worst world is. You want to do it is. on
3: three?
0: One, I got you ready. Okay. On, when I say the number three, you're going to do it. One, two, three. Atlantica. Atlantica. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so, um,
3: hey, do you like uh, reaction commands? Do you like making it so a crab can sing and smack a uh, clamshell to make a little under-the-sea orchestra? You like how that's the only element of this level here? That's
0: o- it? Only in Rayman Legends. Oh, dude.
3: <laughs> the whole... We despise it just because the entire gameplay in that in that world is a musical event it's a Quick time event and that's it like hit square at this time to like do this part of Ursula's song so it also coincides with like Eric flipping the boat so he doesn't get a trident in the fucking throat like <laughs> it has no combat a little sample of what you can oh get my yourself God. into it. <laughs>
2: those blings
3: music. of the button hits the okay almost You'll Sebastian be shy, now do that for two hours worth of gameplay and talk to me Holy I just shit and it's mandatory if you want the best weapon in the game you remember yeah. you had to do it to get the Ori oh. Callum plus yeah fuckers
0: do you um do you guys maybe want to talk about a world that you like Ooh,
3: you go first
1: uh I'm gonna say timeless river Oh, um, yay! It's uh, it's a great nod to classic Disney, right? It's actually, the, the whole world is in black and white, mm. um, and the sound is muted, um, and there's a lot of instrumentation like in early Disney cartoons. And so all the characters that you usually are accustomed to in their ridiculous zipper designs... Mm-hmm. You go into that world in their their classic look. Donald, it looks like he did back in the 1930s, um, and you play through a lot of little vignettes. Um, whether it's like you know uh, saving people from a bur- burning building or something along those lines, it just has that charm that um, is the reason why I play the series. Basically,
3: even the combat in that world was like just fun and silly, like those older style Disney cartoons, because it's like. Uh, when you're fighting Pete in the construction yard, and he's, like, jumping up and down, but it bounces the entire forklift all playfully, and you oh, can, yeah. like, hit him in the air, and when he falls, he makes the, like, boom sound like that. It's it's really just, it's whimsical, and it's nice. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That's a great one there. Yeah. Um If I had to choose, as much as I hated the voice acting for this one, I really liked the Mulan one. That's the one I watched you play. Yeah. Yeah, that, that voice was is awful. How
2: many times did you have to hear, For China, oh, over no, and over <laughs> again? That voice actor did not give a shit.
3: Oh, no, she phoned it in hard, wow. dude. And then you got like almost Eddie Murphy because I guess he was <laughs> off making Norbit or some shit like that. Oh so he couldn't God. be bothered. <laughs> I'd tie it between that and then Tron, actually. I really like the Tron world. Yeah. As yeah. dumb as that one was, too, because the light cycle portion pissed me off with how broken it was. But at the same time, it was just a cool looking like design.
1: It, I was just amazed to have it in the game, right? Yeah. It's such a niche uh, uh- you know Disney property, but the fact that they thought it was important enough yeah. was pretty
3: great. And it was a cool intro to it too, because it wasn't just like okay, so to we should have mentioned this earlier on, but like to go between these worlds, you travel in your little spaceship called the Gummy Ship, and you like you <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the Gummy Ship, and yes, you take can, it seriously. Yeah, it's the Gummy <laughs> Ship. <laughs> we're,
1: while we're on the note of things we should have mentioned earlier, um, you collect money in this game. It's spelled M U N N Y. That. I mean, fine.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: I feel like, it's, it's, it, honestly, here's the thing. They, they, I feel like there are so many problems with this franchise. If they want to spell money that way, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like I just like. Can you imagine though being the localization team and the director is like, no, it's spelled <laughs> <but> this. <laughs> 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 and you can imagine like like fucking Steve or whatever's like, fine, fuck you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um. <laughs> but but yeah, so you go to you oh, Jesus, so you go to Worlds on your gummy ship. spelled G U M M I. It's not even the Y. It's it's G U M M I, right? Yep. 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 yep, on your gummy monies, ship. Moneys for my gummies. <laughs> right? <laughs> Daddy's rest. gummies. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> um and yes you can build you can alter your ship i should mention that if i had a nickel for every if i had a money for every time that i made my gummy look like a giant colorful penis it would have been i would have been wealthy as hell in disney money um so yeah you drive around in your gummy and that's how you get to the world. <laughs> Every time I say, come he's going to die. I can't handle this. Um, what is it? So, yeah, so you go to the worlds like that. With the Tron one, it was cool because you're not going to go in, you're not going to fly to a world that's a big computer. So, you go to another world that has a big computer in it, and then you get sucked into the big computer. And that's like their way of transitioning into, okay, now you can go here. It's not like, oh, let's just shoehorn in Space Planet and put like, Tron and circuitry and computers all over. It's like, no, you're going to go in an actual computer and kind of like make it mimic the movie, basically. Is the Tron movie the one where Daft Punk did the soundtrack,
0: or was that Tron? Tres- that was Tron or? Legacy. It was yeah. Tron Legacy. Yeah. Okay. Then I immediately take back my compliment. Then no, then like <laughs> F this, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> um, What I was going to ask is... Um, you know, over the, you know, the the past like 2 hours of this discussion, you know, allegedly the story <laughs> in this game is vital, but I already feel like it's fucking awful. Oh <laughs> no, like, <laughs> we need to there's I was going to ask like, can you guys maybe talk, let's go maybe towards maybe the end of this game and and why the plot is relevant or not why, but maybe give some big talking points about the narrative?
1: Well, so I mean, we haven't even finished the beginning of the game. Yeah. I'll try my best to rush through this, but there are uh, some confusing plot points in yes. here, and yeah, this so is what when I was saying before about you uh, drawing a character chart. You're you're honestly going to need to point some arrows to yeah. various names. Um, uh,
3: you should introduce the nobodies as well, because that's uh, yeah, that's character.
1: Well, well, that that goes right back to what we were saying before, right? This kid rocks us. You don't know who he is. You you just know the organization is after him. Um, It turns out that Roxas is Sora's nobody. A nobody is a new type of enemy in the games. They're different than the heartless, right? The heartless are the darkness of the heart. So what happens to a person when their heartless is born is their heart gets released from their body. And the empty vessel that was once their body sometimes will get reborn as a nobody. Uh, nobodies are non-existent, uh, so there are different elements in the series, right? There's light, there's darkness, and then there's nothingness. And that's what nobodies are. So in the first game, when Sora stabbed himself with that keyblade to release Kairi's heart and he turned into a heartless, his leftover body became Roxas. Uh, and Roxas is basically having an existential crisis. Yes, this is still a Disney game.
3: Now, let it be known, too, because we need to complicate nobody's further. You've got different, just like there's different classifications of Heartless, where you've got the grunts and then the big bosses. You can have different classifications. of Nobody's based on how strong of a will the person had when they died, I guess, um, to the point where... Either you make what they call like a dusk, which just kind of looks like a white uh, FUBU jumpsuit that just kind of like wiggles its way around the map. Or you get um, something that resembles your human form. So it looks like another human, basically. But it's still a, a nobody because it doesn't have a heart. It's just a- Did Kojima actually make this game? Or <laughs> like was this like... This was the prequel to the prequel for Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it yeah, all was- comes full circle. Yeah,
0: this was... <laughs> yeah, this was his biggest influence for Death Stranding. Oh, was uh, what Kingdom Hearts are we on? This is Kingdom Hearts two out of forty eight. Yes, right? yeah. he
3: saw this and he was like, "That's great," but what if you could pee on shit online and then have other people pee on it? And yeah. boom, here we are <laughs> <out> now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: but yes, can yeah. We continue so
1: there? so Roxas finds out that he is Sora's nobody, and that because he exists separately from Sora it's impeding Sora's ability to wake up. Because as you recall from the last game, he's in this slumber and Naminé is trying to reconstruct his memories. Um, So he has some of Sora's memories and he has to become a part of Sora again and disappear in order for Sora to wake up. So that's the beginning of the game.
3: After a three-hour tutorial. Yeah. We didn't mention that. The whole Roxas gameplay is a three-hour tutorial.
0: Is this kind of like Metal Gear Solid 2 where you play as Snake for two hours and then you actually play as Raiden? Kind of, yeah. A little bit,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, But then Roxas is gone for the vast majority of the game. You play Sora again. He's the older, cooler Sora, right, with the black clothes and all that. You go to the Disney worlds. They don't have much plot relevance other than you're trying to stop the organization. You don't know what they're doing, but they're causing chaos in the world. Um, later on you find out what it is that they're doing. They're actually intentionally getting Sora to fight the Heartless because the Keyblade releases the hearts of those Heartless and they're gathering those hearts to make their own artificial kingdom hearts. As I said before, it's a gathering of hearts or whatever bullshit. So they want to make their own kingdom hearts because the organization is all nobodies. They don't have their own hearts. They want a new heart. So that's what they're trying to do.
0: And a third Disney World would make them way more money than just two. Right? <laughs>
1: that's why. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
3: Um, you should also mention, um, what is it, the big baddie who we have in this one? Ugh. You remember Ansem, Seeker of Darkness from the first game.
0: Wait a minute. Can I make... Okay, I might be wrong here. I want to throw out a guess. I could be wrong. Yep. P- is this... I could be way wrong. Just you can tell me. Yep. Is this the villain where... They thought they were so clever because the real villain has his name just backwards. Is that you're kind one? of
3: right? <laughs> is that this one? Am well, I wrong? Well, yes.
1: well, do me do me uh, a little thought exercise. Oh, geez. write down write down <laughs> Roxas on the paper there. Spell it for me. R O X A S. Now pull out the X and rearrange the letters. Ooh. And is there anything in there? That it spells.
3: <gasps>
1: Fuck! He's really Sora.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> so all of these nobodies, it's basically just take their real name, plug in an X, and shuffle it around. Ansem from the first game was the heartless.
1: Yeah. Um, on top of that, Ansem's real name is not Ansem. His name is Xanort. Why? Uh, Xehanort uh, was the apprentice of Ansem the Wise. He was the ruler of Hollow Bastion, uh, one of the original worlds who wanted to explore the darkness of the heart. So it turns out uh, he's an imposter, Xehanort. He took on Ansem's identity and banished uh, Ansem the Wise. Ansem the Wise went on to become Diz. Who is that guy that Josh mentioned in Chain of Memories with all the
3: bandages and shit? That abducts Riku, basically. Oh. so he wants to
1: get his revenge on the organization. And Zemnis uh, is the nobody of Xehanort. Um, I know I'm. It's confusing just hearing this out loud, but uh, a lot of alter egos and all that bullshit. All you need to know: Zemnis, nobody, and some technically xehanort um is the heartless and uh so of course xemnas the big baddie of this game you have to stop the nobody so they managed to get enough hearts to make a new kingdom hearts um and at that point most of the organization is wiped out you've killed them
3: (laughs) Um, i I will say the battles with each member and i had this um as I, I don't want to like jump to what really stood out, but I mean, like the battles with each member, they kind of each had their own mechanic, and a lot of them worked, some of them didn't. It, just to go a little bit off, dance, water, dance. Oh, Jesus, that was the one I was going to mention. So, two organization members, Demix, and I, I'm lumping Voxlord in there too. Cool mechanics that just were executed horribly. Demix being a quick time event where it was you had to. He would make water notes and you couldn't damage him until the water notes were done dancing. Now how do you get the water notes to stop dancing? You grab them by the pointy pot, swing them around and beat the other water notes with it in a matter of 10 seconds or so of course because if you don't do it in 10 seconds you lose the fight and you have to start over again. That sounds so engaging. I can't wait to never play this. Oh dude. I don't even get it. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> no it's idea. it's almost like the whole thing of beat up the boss's shield so you can damage the sure, boss. Yeah, 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 But it's kill all these water notes that keep jumping around the map and you only have about ten to twenty seconds to do so basically. What in the world is a water note? Uh it's literally a
2: water note. Exactly music
1: what it sounds it's, like. It's,
3: it's as dumb as it sounds. Okay. And then sometimes right. they look like people with little guitars. It's actually kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I'm there's that and it's stupid. There's Demix and then there's Luxord. I just Lux can't Sword. believe it gets stupider. <laughs> oh, well the Luxord <laughs> one I think would have been cool if they did it the right way. Um Luxord it was you got the time meter, right? Yes. Cuz Luxord's whole thing was each each one has their own element or characteristic that they specialize in. Luxord was time and like gambling basically. So your whole thing is you each have a time meter. And each time one of you takes damage, it decreases that time meter, and the first person to fully deplete the time meter loses. Um, But during that, Luxord can turn you into, like, playing cards. You can do, like, quick time events in your little menu for your commands where, like, you have to find out which one is going to hit, what was it, like, turn into a circle. And if you hit the circle, then, like, Luxord loses a bunch of time. It was, like, a bunch of shit that they just crammed into one, like, fight, basically. It was, like, five different mechanics put in one. Um, so, yeah, just each, each each organization member fight, I will say, is a highlight with the exception of those two.
1: No, I agree. The The fights, the the music, all of that was pretty great. Um, story, hit or miss. But yeah. um,
3: but going back to your point, you've beaten each of them except for the big baddie at this point. Right,
1: Xemnas. Yeah. Um, And on top of that, um, so remember, because Sora was still looking for Riku at this point. Um, So he comes across someone who looks exactly like Ansem, a.k.a. Xehanort's Heartless. Turns out this Ansem-looking guy is actually Riku. What ended up happening was, before the events of Kingdom Hearts 2... Riku went out and had to get Roxas to come back to rejoin Sora. Um, He couldn't beat Roxas on his own, so he used the darkness of his heart to turn into Ansem. But uh, (laughs) so he, because he used that darkness, he became Ansem. Uh, Whatever he, yeah, he he like visually looks like Ansem now, except it's still Riku. It's not Ansem.
0: Is this game bad?
3: No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, could have fooled me.
0: Yeah. No. Jesus
3: Christ. It weirdly, some it doesn't work, but it does. Yeah. No. It's weird. Okay. So yeah. So that happens.
1: Yeah. Uh, long story short, I'm just gonna like try to skip to the end here as quick as possible because it's such a it's ton of bullshit. But yeah. so <laughs> Diz, who's remember trying to get trying to get revenge on the organization. Uh, tries to basically blow up their kingdom hearts. Um, That kind of backfires, and it explodes in this uh, sea of light, which purges Riku of his darkness, and he goes back to his original form, except, of course, he's older now, so he's got to look cooler. And uh, really, cooler just means emo, and he looks... Goofy, because you can see his exposed navel. I do not understand that. Yeah, he had a belly design.
3: shirt, and I didn't get that at all. Yeah. uh Again, going back to the deviant art,
0: like Spawn, basically. I mean, geez. I mean, but for, for some of these directors, though, I mean, I I don't know what this director's opinion is. But do you remember the the Kojima quote where I'm not? I don't want to get too off topic here. Where someone asked him why did you make Quiet look so sexy, and he said because it would make better cosplay. Do you you think it's the same thing here? That might be a bit cooler cosplay. That's why he looks like that. That, I don't know. Who knows?
1: There's a lot of homoerotic subtext in Kingdom Hearts 2, and definitely with Riku, in that um, he had it coming outfit, it's just kind of. Tantalizing for a lot of the fangirls back in the day. I remember would would write a lot of fanfics about yeah. uh, Riku and Sora. There's
3: a bunch of yaoi shit out
0: there for them. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess moving right along here, why
1: don't you guys
0: maybe give a, a small synopsis about how this game ends and we can move into your final thoughts?
3: Okay. Um, so basically, building off of what Matt said, so Diz, who is Ansem the Wise, who was referred to as Diz, but is really Ansem the Wise blows up um the fake kingdom hearts um using this cool little machine thing and i think he he doesn't kill himself in the process right or you don't know
1: what happens to him he just disappears and you don't find yeah him it's like the laser's games. happening
3: and then he blows up and then like that's that's it and like that's yeah so Diz and Sem, whatever the fuck is gone um Xemnas is all aggravated now and he's like oh like i'll rebuild you it's fine and like doesn't he start summoning down a lot more heartless to like kind of attack Sora and everybody, and like they don't want to fight them because they know it's just going to keep contributing?
1: That's earlier in the game with, oh. at Hollow Bastion. Jesus,
3: now I'm getting mixed up. Can't blame me. No,
1: he he merges with the what's left oh, of Kingdom yeah. Hearts,
3: and he gets that armor.
1: So he becomes this, like, god entity. Yeah. Um, There's like
3: a, it, it, again, nothing screams anime game, like giant dragon boss with a giant king's armor. I mean, the design is sick, I will say that much. So he fuses with the energy from it, gets this giant dragon nobody and this big king suit of armor, and you fight him on the dragon, and then you do this, like, little piloting minigame thing, and you fight him on a little spaceship, and it's it's not bad. It's actually a pretty cool fight. Um, and then you do the last fight with him in his human form after the two phases there, um, and then that's it. You know, you you, you double. They do like a Gallic Gun Kamehameha <laughs> combo basically to blast right through him, and that's it. And Zemnis is dead, and then the game basically ends with you know the whole gang's back together on Destiny Islands, the Disney characters included with Sora. Don't uh, no, not Sora. Freaking uh, Don, Goofy, and Mickey. Um, and then, what is it? Is it later on that like Sora gets like that summon in the bottle from Mickey, and that's how the game ends? It's like he pulls out the letter, and it's like, oh, I've got to go. Like- so,
1: so yeah, yeah. So that's that's really just sequel bait. There's there's a post credit scene of like, oh, maybe they go on to new adventures. But you know, just closing thoughts as far as the the ending of this, I actually really do like the ending. It kind of uh, comes for full circle from what the first game had because it was you going off to find, uh, Riku and your, your lost friends and all that. And, um, Riku and Sora at the end of the game think that they're stuck in the realm of darkness. They have kind of a heart to heart, um, about just the, the events of the past two games about, um, how they're sorry, how things got so fucked up and whatever. Yep. And so at the end of the game, when Sora and Kyrie reunite, you get this nice closing shot. It's a quick flash of Roxas in place of Sora, and you get a quick flash of Namine in place of Kyrie. as in like, oh, they didn't really die. They just kind of became one with their other person.
2: It's only something Kyrie Irving would say, too. So yeah. that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who do you
1: think Kyrie Irving's nobody is? Shit. LeBron?
2: LeBron. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes.
1: I think you mean, excuse me, sir. I think you mean LeBronx? Le- 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 Le-
2: oh or
1: Lex Le- Le- Lexbron?
2: Um.
1: Um, it ends on the shot that the first game also ended on, whereas in the first game, uh, Sora and Kairi are reaching out to each other and their hands disconnect, right? Because they're, they're getting separated. Um, and then the end of this game, he gets back to the island and their hands reunite and then it's end. And it feels like a good ending for the series. Yep. And unfortunately, <laughs> I decided that for whatever reason, I was like, all right, I'm going to stick with it until three because that'll be the real end of the series. And that was the worst fucking mistake of my life.
0: Then I turned 29. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That
1: That was in high school.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fuck.
1: (laughs) After that, I I went to college, I I got a job, I went to law school, I started working at a law school, and then finally...
0: (laughs) We'll get into that in a little bit, but Josh, why don't you give me your final thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 2 before we move on to other games that I didn't know existed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's a very convoluted timeline. Um, That's kind of foreshadowing, actually, the next few games. Um, So, I mean, in summation, solid game. Solid follow-up if you ignore... I mean, you you can't ignore Chain of Memories because obviously you had some story elements that built into two, but at the same time, um, solid follow up. I really liked how they fixed a lot of the gameplay mechanics in terms of like the camera and, you know, making everything kind of a little less busy, but at the same time giving you more options for combat, which was nice. They kind of expanded on it. Um, I didn't really like how it was turning more and more into Disney anime basically. And this was a big turning point for it, especially when you have 13 characters with like their own plots and motives and all that jazz. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about if you had to grade it or some shit like that, B plus. B plus.
0: It sounds like you guys hated it, but I think we should move on into the next game here. I, I always forget this. You know what? I didn't forget this game existed just because it has such a weird title. I want you to it, go try go to pronounce it. it. So th- this it's like
1: 358 over two days. That was actually very close. What is it? It was closer than Josh earlier. Josh said 350. It's actually 358 days over two.
0: Okay. So uh, this is another one of these games where Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 obviously were huge games. Kingdom Hearts 3 had a ton of hype. I mean, I, correct me if I'm wrong, they were like, like fucking eight games before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and I think this is one of them. Yep. So why don't you um, give me the quick rundown here? Um, this game came out in 2009. This is a PS3 game?
1: No. Nope. Nintendo DS. Oh, Jesus
0: uh, Christ. The OG so, DS. <laughs> so why don't you maybe tell me Give me a, a very brief gameplay overview of this. Is it are we back to the card system or like what is this? Here's
1: here's this game's gameplay in a nutshell and there's really not much more that needs to be said. It's if bad. you want it's kidding. A it's bad and B it's bad. <laughs> um no, it's like Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2 except on the DS. And so because it's on a handheld it's not really as good. It's a little clunky. And it's. Is it a 3D action game?
3: Yeah. Yep. They try to utilize the two screen mechanic. It, oh, okay. it doesn't work at all, really.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you guys. <laughs> do you guys have. I'll be funny here. Do you guys have anything positive to say about this game from a gameplay perspective, or do you think it was completely worthless?
1: Um, I actually kind of liked the uh, ability system where y- at, yes. that you use the bottom screen to fill in that little grid. Yeah. It's uh, it's something that you, you just have to see it. I can't really... It's almost like Tetris. Think of Tetris um, where um, each block represents a certain ability. Um, so you, over time, you get more space to fill it in. There's something kind of appeasing about being able to find new ways to, to maximize the space. Um, I know that doesn't sound very exciting, but... That's about the most positive thing I can say about it. Yeah,
3: I mean, you're you're squeezing an elephant turd for water at this point. Um, Oh my god! Yes, it's. I mean, I'm kind of. I I, that aspect's fine and dandy. Really, the only positive I had from it was getting that aspect of you know Roxas kind of doing his organization missions. I thought that was kind of cool. Wait, he's
2: back? What?
1: So, oh Jesus! So, (laughs) uh, one thing on that quick note. some of them are good, but ultimately suck. This this game is <laughs> 358 fetch quests. Oh. It's just like you and uh,
0: you wish it was two fetch go, quests. Is that kind of yeah. It's yeah.
1: Every, every Here's the pace of this game. Roxas wakes up. Target for the day. Go fight a heartless in this place, and then return to base. And you do that a hundred times.
2: Great. And so, he, yeah. Awesome.
3: Yeah, and I mean, this was the one where you find out Roxas is like a valued member for Xemnas in the organization because he can use the Keyblade where he's sore as nobody, so he can collect hearts. So did this game review well
2: at the
1: time? I don't think it, it did. It, it, it didn't it, review poorly. It, it, was, it was like just, middle of the road,
3: yeah. I think. Yeah. From
2: what you guys are saying, so it sounds like the first three games, Kingdom Hearts 1, Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, were all pretty decent. Like At least they're pretty good games. You yeah. like Chain them. of Memories was a game. Right. But in this game, it seems like things really took a turn. It was. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you, like, because Nick and I have never played any of these. Um, Does this game follow the you go to Disney World, you fight boss sort of thing? Do all these games do that? Basically, yes.
1: So, you go to various Disney worlds, but once again, it is all rehashes. There are basically no original worlds. Um, There's new locations in those worlds, but beyond that, nothing really interesting. Um, And on top of it, you barely fight any actual human or Disney enemies. It's all just um, heartless.
3: Yeah, it's big heartless, basically, because you're trying to collect those substantial hearts to build kingdoms. Hearts. So wait. So who
2: do you play as? Ro- you you play as Roxas. Roxas. So okay.
1: so so let me backtrack for a second here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So this the premise <laughs> this of this game. <laughs> the the premise of so this is this is kind of like another interquel, right? Um, this is Roxas's story from before Kingdom Hearts Two. Because oh, remember, it takes place
2: before Kingdom Hearts 2?
1: It takes place um, towards the end of one through Chain of Memories. Okay. Um, and then remember, there's a year between Chain of Memories and two. So, uh, in the gap. so it fills in the gap. right? Okay. So this is basically the life of Roxas from his birth when um, Sora first becomes a Heartless to Kingdom Hearts 2 and okay. then him going back to Sora. Uh-huh. Um, so he was, a, he was a member of the organization. Um, and he didn't realize he was being duped by them into collecting all these hearts for them. He thought that it was a noble effort of, like, we're just trying to be whole people again. We're missing something. I'm doing a good thing for my fellow nobodies and blah, blah, blah. And so then when he realizes that they're just trying to fuck him over, he betrays the organization, and that's how he leaves, and Riku ends up finding
3: them in two. But you can't forget the biggest piece of the lore in this installment, Ooh, and boy. that is the most meaningful character in the entire... Into- I can't even say it with a straight fucking face. Shion. You want to explain Shion?
1: So, Shion is a lot of things to me. Um, they're all bad, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually get... Ang like physically angry, just <laughs> thinking about her because she's f- like the worst storytelling in the whole fucking series. Um, so let me back up for a second and say one Kingdom Hearts One, Chain of Memories Two, there's no hint of this this character, right? And so, especially through two, where you know you're that takes place after this game. Why don't we know anything about this character? We know about all of the other organization members, but she's the mysterious fourteenth organization member. Before that, it was always thirteen. and now all of a sudden it was like, but wait, there were actually fourteen. Now
0: I'm just like shaking my head. Yeah, like i I was gonna ask you jumping right ahead here, do you think, does does this game have... Well, I shouldn't say... I shouldn't ask this as a question. This game has relevance to the overall plot of the franchise. I was going to ask you guys... I feel like the um the the immediate review of this game is you guys hate this game. Um, why, don't, why, don't, why don't I ask you this? When you get to maybe towards the end of this game or maybe a... a How does the maybe the end or the plot synopsis maybe lead us into... Because, I mean, looking at the list of games here, Kingdom Hearts 3 doesn't come out for, like, fucking 13 years. Yeah. Like, how does this game end, and, like, why?
1: So, here's the thing with this game. Um, You're not going to understand its relevance until Kingdom Hearts 3. Fuck you.
3: I'm not (laughs) even joking. (laughs) That's what we call the long con. Oh, my
1: God. Because Kingdom Hearts 3 is the let's bring back all of these remaining plot threads and throw in all these characters and so this character xion who is not referenced again for the rest of the series except for maybe one or two quick cameo appearances um returns and gets her plot resolved in three um so this xion character you don't know anything about her she's a huge fucking retcon of like, clearly the, the creators never had her in mind before, but now they wanted to add something interesting, so they threw her in. And um, over time, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say it. So she is a replica of Sora.
2: Oh, oh, fuck you. They I'm
1: you, not even joking. because they're from
2: Tales of the Abyss. <laughs> fuck you, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that game did it. So- I'm not even getting into it. I mean... God, no. Like...
0: I'm already, like, I'm already, like, so exhausted only talking about this one side story. Why don't we just... I feel like everyone in the room absolutely hated this game. (laughs) Why don't you just give me your final thoughts so we can just be done with this?
1: Uh, Shion is the prototypical Mary Sue. Um, the entire plot centers around her. She's a black hole. Characters act out of character around her. And no, I'm not being one of those, uh... Oh, uh, Ray ruined Star Wars. Fuck these SJWs, type. <laughs> like, I know, I know the criticisms lodged against Ray, and yes, I know, you know, Mary, Mary Sue's. I don't know if you're familiar with the concept, but it can be done actually perfectly well. This is one of those instances where it's not done well, and it was to a point where I actually almost considered bailing on the series after that. But uh, you didn't. Uh, no, I did not. You endured. Nope. Josh, why
0: don't you give us your final thoughts on 358 over two (laughs) days? It
3: (laughs) is so
2: fucking stupid. Much,
3: (laughs) much like Roxas, this game should have never existed. Uh, (laughs) Right. It's it's ass cheeks. It's I have no other way to describe. It's hot buttered ass cheeks.
2: So I'll just say, uh, I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game, but I have heard of you know these games when they come out. I didn't know this game existed until you wrote it down in front of me. A today. lot of yeah. us I forgot no about idea. it.
3: I, yeah. I remember like when you brought this to my attention, I think it was like maybe was it while we were in college you brought it up? And I was like, the fuck are you talking about a Roxas <laughs> game? And then I saw it and then I played it and I'm like, fuck, this is awful. Like I kind of <laughs> wish I didn't know about it. Yeah. Like,
1: can I, can I just say this game's one redeeming feature is yeah, I please. laughed at her death.
2: <laughs> um, I'm Jesus. and it was
1: it was so great because uh it's supposed to be this immensely tragic moment, right? It's because Im- it's immensely awful. Because she's built she's built out of memories. And so by destroying her, everyone forgets about her. And that's how they get to justify that, "Oh, no one remembers her." That's why they always thought there were 13 members because everyone forgot about
3: her. So um, I
2: hate how stupidly that kind of makes sense. That kind yeah, of makes I, me angry, I, right? Yeah, it's, it's
3: enough to keep you gripped, but you yeah. know it's bullshit. Ugh. So as
1: she's dying and crystallizing into this weird light bullshit, um, <laughs> so Roxas is holding her in his arms, and it's supposed to be this really somber moment, and he's he's shedding a tear, and you think, oh wait. Nobody's don't have hearts. They don't have emotions. How can, how can he cry? And it makes you wonder, like, oh, what's going on there, right? But uh, his last words to her are a product of dubbing issues. Oh, my God. Um, no. so, I remember this. So, uh, quick, quick side story. So, one and two, um, they could manipulate the lip movement of the characters. Um, so, when it gets dubbed, it actually looks like they're, they're saying those words. And that's actually one of the great features of the series. The problem is with a lot of the side games, they're either too fucking lazy or they don't have the assets to change the lip movement. So with this cinematic piece, they couldn't do anything about it. So they had to have Roxas say something that fit the lip movement. And his last words to Xion are, and I quote, <clears throat> Who else will I eat ice cream with?
2: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I gotta go
0: back. To, I gotta go back to Steve in the uh, in the um, the localization team. He's probably like. <laughs> Are you
2: fucking kidding? Me? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> sort of like, what, Whatever. Do they eat ice cream at any point in the game? They eat they ice do. cream
1: the entire fucking game. It's, not, sea,
3: no. it's sea salt ice cream, and it's what? a recurring thing. Good. They just what? get up on the clock tower and just eat ice cream. That's half the There's game. It just kind
0: of sounds like an Owl City song. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> this whole franchise is Let like
3: ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> like <if you>
0: <laughs> it's like Disney World rainfall friends laughing ice cream it's, yeah and I think I think with that that is a very good way to to I think end this segment and I think moving on here we got to get to the long haul of all the fucking in between games before three so um, yeah that was fucking painful <laughs> <laughs> I hated, I didn't, wow, the game was fucking, that was unbelievable. So I guess let's all go, let's go all eat some ice cream and get ready for the next one. (laughs)